This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. And I'm Coco. We are Lucadia Housewives looking for adventure and inner peace on the bottom of the laundry pile. Welcome to our weekly podcast. We're here to explore the world and free ourselves from the monotony of housewifedom. <laughs> That's not a word. It is now. Okay. We will give advice and get advice. We'll laugh and learn and eat. Eat. Just eat. We'll call our old boyfriends. What about our husbands? And there'll be some general mischief. Oh, and maybe some mayhem. Let's free the housewives. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. We got to get started. <laughs> Welcome to Free the Housewives. Are we rolling? I think yeah, so. we're rolling. We yeah. have to keep. We got to keep moving. We yeah, to do. Um, so uh, we are free. The housewives. We just got done with our Facebook live, and we had to let everybody know that we are having a contest. Yes, we have tickets available we for have, an amazing event. We have hot tickets available. We have hot tickets. This is a big event. I went and studied it, and we're making it hotter by a value added. We've uh, added value bonus. to our thing. So mm-hmm. we found out that San Diego is the craft beer capital. Okay. Yeah. I, I still kind of want to verify that because I, I really thought it was I looked it up. Seattle no. or Portland. No. Or, okay. I've, I've already done okay. my research. And okay. I know you don't I believe, believe you. me. Okay. But they call their, there's um, a highway 78 right out to wherever, Julia, yeah. wherever that goes. Uh-huh. Uh, they call it the Hops Highway. I didn't know that. Yeah, we've got, there's all sorts of stuff that's going there's on. a lot of microbrews going in yes. the industrial business parks. Absolutely. And there's, it's a thing. I mean, I, I was, our whole town's turning into a pub crawl I right on it. Saturday nights. I'm not too happy about that, but <clears throat> beer drinkers are. Yeah. And um, they, there's this huge 10 day event and um, yeah, look. All right. 120 breweries. I can't. What's what does that say? Chicken? Can you... It says happiness isn't far. F- oh, the craft beer capital of America is San Diego. Yep. And um, we even have a signature style, which is called the West Coast style IPA. Okay. And so it's a thing. And there's a ten day craft beer event happening in San Diego. There's all these different events on different nights. People come down. You know, they fly in from all over the world. Like restaurant week, but for beer. Yeah. And so at the very end of the 10 days is this event called the Beer Gardens at Torrey Pines. It's on November 12th from 12 to 3. Uh, tickets are $85. It includes unlimited beer samples coupled with unlimited food samples from all these great local restaurants. And um, and we have tickets to give away. And we are going to add to those tickets. Well, we're going. We're going to. We right. have tickets for ourselves, but right. um, we're gonna. We have. We have room for two in the minivan. Yeah. So we're gonna be your designated driver. I am. Yeah. Chicken you likes are. beer, so she'll drink it. I, I'll, there's gluten-free beer. I'm drinking it. Well, yeah. So, but I don't. I don't honestly. You don't like beer. I don't care for beer. Yeah. When my brother was brewing, I would taste his beer. He had some like mango hefeweizen or however you say that. Right. Um, I'm sure we'll learn. Yeah, hefeweizen. Just hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. Yeah, brother, Exactly, right? You just you just slur your speech a little, which happens too when you're drinking it. Right. So I would taste That's it. I liked it, it okay, but it's not my thing. So right. I'm happy to be the designated driver for our okay. winners, and we're going to have our contest. Uh, we haven't actually decided what you do to win, <laughs> but we're going to do that soon. By the yeah. time this episode is out, if you go to our Facebook page, you're going to see it, and you're going to go, How I want to win. I want to win. I want to get a ride with the housewives in the minivan. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So we have a guest today, and we have to get to her in about 10 minutes. Okay. So we have a couple minutes for you and I to catch up. All right. I haven't, I don't think I've seen you since we did this podcast. I know. How does that happen? Because we didn't ever see each other. Oh. Remember? No, we saw each other um, after the podcast. We did? Yeah. Remember I came to you in my blue shirt, and I... Mm-mm. Nothing. No, nothing. No. Blue shirt. What is that? I had that? to put my head down on the oh, desk. Oh, are we going to talk about that? <laughs> will you talk about that? I thought there's so many things. I'm like, will you talk about that? Like, um, okay. So here's the thing. Chicken and I, things have happened in our lives. I don't know if you want to share details of yours, but one of the things that happened in my life is my husband's job, like his company, 
things are changing. They've cut bonuses. Uh-huh. They've cut stock incentives, which I... And your bonuses were significant. Huge, huge. And that's one way I was became a stay-at-home mom because he got all these great bonuses. Well, right? that's all changing, which means he basically has gotten a pay cut. Right. Right? And a lot. <laughs> so I'm just noticing, I'm like, how come we don't have enough money for everything anymore? You know? And so... Our financial situation has changed to the point where I'm looking at really getting a job. Yeah, I think right? it's time. For you, the housewives. Time for both so, of us. Yeah. Exactly. A, yeah. And I'm sad about it. But you are I think sad it about it. I think it's time. But you did something. I did. I, well, I was so um, <laughs> intimidated. It's been 16 years yeah. since I've had a job. Uh, me too. Well, more than that, really. Yeah. But anyway... Um, I had to spiff up my resume and get myself out there. So the first thing I did was I thought, I could work at Michael's. Sure, because you're the craft master. That's safe. Maybe they would hire me. Huge insecurity going on, going back into the workforce. Sure. So I thought, okay, and I applied and I... You didn't tell me any of this, by the way. Well, you were having your own resume crisis. I know, but you could have mentioned it. That... You were having a crisis. Okay, so anyway, um, I got an interview. And I thought, okay, I'll go practice at an interview. And during my interview at Michael's, I accidentally accepted a job. <laughs> and it, it just... I I had never been to a job interview where they just offered you a job right there at the table. Right. Um, It was normally like, oh, well, thank you so much. We'll be in touch. And sometimes you're in the parking lot. I guess not then. Sometimes you just arrived home. You know, it was a half an hour later and they offered you the job. But it was never mid-interview. Well, you know, chicken. Well, yeah. (laughs) You'd applied for a... um, Uh, Well, you you thought you were applying for like a craft... Teacher. Um, teacher job. Right. Yeah. And it was really, they were looking for cashiers for the holidays. Right. <laughs> right. So you you met all the criteria. You you had a heartbeat. Right. <laughs> you were, your blood, you had warm blood. Yes. And um, you could speak. I could speak. And you I, could listen. Uh-huh. Yeah. I could interact. Yeah. And you you showed up on time. I did. Right. And right. you were dressed have appropriately. Any, yeah. No. Or Open wounds. Nothing. Or, yeah. yeah. You're, uh, you're, they I were like, a <laughs> they were like, we're not going to let her get away. Yeah. Right. I felt a little tricked into it. Sure. Um, yeah. Because it's a minimum wage job. Right. Yeah. And well, you're overqualified for it. Yes. <laughs> it was bait and switch because it was yeah, the not craft teacher. In yeah. fact, the, the craft teacher. Yeah. Which I don't think I wanted that either because yeah. they use a lot of foam stickers. And I, oh have my a- gosh. So Chicken didn't tell me any of this until we were driving home and I called her because we didn't drive together. So we talked to each other on the phone <laughs> on the way home. We have hands-free because yes. our minivans are yes. they're the newer bottles, so they yeah. have the hands-free. But um, she started telling me she was going to a job interview. I was like, what are you talking about? And not only was she going to a job interview, that she was wearing slacks <laughs> and a blue shirt. No, that, trousers. 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 That she borrowed from her mom. I'm like, well, are you going to wear a blazer? You know, like what? We don't <laughs> no, even. No, I bought the trousers. From Costco. I know. They were $16.99. <laughs> it was perfect. It is, like interview <laughs> clothes. Did, yeah. You, it was so confusing. I borrowed a shirt. Yeah. So confusing. I know. Like, it was t- a lot of information to Interview for a time. job. Like, interviewing for a job. I don't even know if I have interviewed for a job in the last 25 years. Right? Me neither. Right. Be careful. They'll trick you. <laughs> They'll just hire They'll <laughs> hire you. Yeah. Yeah, chicken. Um, you, I was, I was I, overwhelmed. She came over and just... I've never seen you do this. You just sat at my table and then you rested your head down on your arms like in complete surrender. Yeah. Yeah. Like when the kids in school get in trouble and the teacher's like, you all need to calm down and and we're going to take a minute. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah. It was sad. Yeah. It was so sad. I felt like I might have been roofied or something. Yeah. Like, how did that just happen? That has happened to me, actually. Really? Yeah, but not with a job, okay. with, a, with a boy, like going going out with somebody. I accidentally oh. st- accepted the offer to go study with somebody that I was not interested in at all. Oops. Because I thought he was someone else. <laughs> 
Right. And I'm not going to name names because this person's a, actually, I can't remember his name. That's one reason. Do you remember why. the someone else's name? I don't. Oh, okay. it was high school. Right? right. And there were there was this cute boy and he played football. OK. And so, you know, when they all suit up. Yeah. So oh, right. They all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I so was this like you're in the bleachers and saying, will you go no. steady with no. me? How did that happen? I was like I had gone down to the field. Okay. And I was watching practice, and I thought I had ID'd him. Like, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was scamming. Remember that? Yeah. When you're scamming on someone, yeah, you are. So I was like, I was putting it you're all, like, s- I was yeah. giving him the eyes or whatever. Yeah. I, well, I was shooting my love darts at the wrong guy. <laughs> oh man! And somebody said, walked over and said, "Hey, what? You know, like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, you like him? I'm like, yeah, I do." Wrong guy. Oh, you're lucky you didn't get your ass kicked. So he came over, like took his helmet off. He's like, hey. I went, oh. (laughs) (laughs) No, not you. I went out with him for like a week and a half. (laughs) I quit before I even got the call with my new schedule. (laughs) You're smarter than me. I was humiliated. I didn't want to hurt his feelings. And I didn't like that guy. I didn't want to hurt his feelings. I made out with him. Oh, you do? I was slut. No, I'm super nice. Isn't that sad? I feel better about myself now. Right, that's what I'm here I didn't for. Kiss at you my didn't, interview. You didn't take the job. I you didn't, didn't fill the out job. the no. W four. Yeah, yeah. Or nine. I, I totally did. I totally <laughs> filled out the W four. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So I've <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, it happens. Totally happens. It does. So now what? Well, you have, you know what? You have a business. You forgot. I know. But I did, um, I'm just on an interview role. You're having fun now. Yeah. Huh? Um, Where'd you go next? Well, have you gone I to Starbucks? Had... <laughs> <laughs> I could never work at Starbucks. Me neither. I can't make coffee. Yeah. They, somebody would say, well, which one's better? I'd say, they're all awful. Terrible. They're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um had a... FaceTime interview um, what with a temp agency. Oh. They do it on Skype or Facebook now. How'd you do? I mean, FaceTime. You're going to... You're... I nailed it. Of course you did. I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you turn down? Like, what are the next jobs you've turned down? Um, well, the next step is to get references. Oh. And I haven't worked anywhere. I'll be your reference. We have okay. we co-host a podcast. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Are and you Roger? How about Danielle? Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm not your boss, but we work together. I can, All right. I can give you a work reference. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking I could ask teachers. Like, oh, yes, she stapled all the homework packets You're, in the you teach, upper you corner. Teach art. You have forgotten because when you're doing what you love, it doesn't feel like a job. Right. But that, like, you actually have been working, right? Yeah, I, I guess, suppose I have. Yeah, like, yeah. W- I've done projects. I, You know, I've, I've done business <laughs> consulting. and Oh, Danielle is um, being a reference for me. Yeah. Chicken has an awesome <laughs> podcast. Love, Danielle. Yeah. I think, don't worry Thank about you. it, Chicken. That's perfect. We'll get you covered. And you know what? Maybe Madeline, our guest today, she's she's a coach. She's a business coach. I think business life coach, both. Right. Okay. Um, she might have... She might have some ideas for us. Okay. We should call her. Let's call her. Should we call her? <laughs> Let's get her on the Is phone. Is there anything else? We talked about our contest that people should go to our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, we talked about how lame we are as far as work <laughs> is concerned. Was there anything it's else? It's just a rough re-entry. We, it is a rough. It, yeah. It's not There's easy. to learn. Yeah. Yeah. We are. Um, <laughs> wow. But it's kind of exciting. It Don't is. you think? Uh, no. Yeah. Well, when you get okay. a paycheck, it will be. Okay. That would be cool. I, I, my kids are just like, hey, I need this. I need that. I need more I stuff. Know. Right? All the time. I know. I'm like, my, you know, I need a cell phone. I'm like, well, uh. I need a cell phone yeah, too. too. <laughs> my phone's almost out of storage. Yeah. It tells me every day. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we, um, all right. So it's 1041. Time to call Maddie. Let's get her in here. She's fun. She has a landline. Let's call her landline. Oh, people have those still? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Is that turned down enough, you think, Danielle? Okay. Hi. Hey, we're going to do a we're going to do a mic check real quick. Okay. Oh yeah, I got to turn you down on my end. Okay. Yes. How does that sound? <laughs> um 
introduce yourself to our this is uh this is Danielle our producer she's going to check your sound Hi Danielle this is Madeline does that, does that sound better or do you want me to turn it down on my end more Okay I'm on two so okay Madeline let's hear you again Oh no I'm too loud I can't believe it it's never happened before <laughs> Madeline All right how does that sound Danielle Okay, so Madeline Blanchard, welcome to Free the Housewives. I love Free the Housewives. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I want to introduce you to my co-host, Chicken. Hi, Madeline. Chicken, <laughs> Chicken in the house. Yeah. Okay, but I need to. I, I'm. Your Go listeners ahead. probably know how you got the name Chicken. Yeah. So yes. you can tell me another time. No, you know what? Well, we should just tell her to listen to episode one. Yeah, episode one, we talk about it, but we'll give you. Um, I listened to a couple of episodes she, to prepare for this. But uh, not yes. That. Oh, my God. I wonder what. Are you hooked now? <laughs> She's like, what are we going to talk about today? I have no idea what these crazy ladies called me. Um, chicken, um, when I met Chicken, she was wearing a chicken. Well, not the first time I met her, but she had invited me over to a party. She was wearing a chicken suit, holding chickens, car- uh, chasing, chasing chickens. other chickens. Yes. So it just uh-huh. sort of, it stuck. She's got, it, yeah, yeah totally she's stuck. a, she's a chicken. It doesn't mean that she's afraid of anything, because she's not. In fact, we just talked about some brave things she's been doing. Yes. And well, I totally get that, because everybody calls me mad, and I am neither yeah. crazy yes. nor angry. No, so. you're, you're right. You're, I love you, by the way. Can we just start with that? <laughs> Let's just start with what's really important, is when I met Maddie, can I call you Maddie? Maddie is great. Yeah, I just, or Mad, Maddie, Mad, Madeline. Um, you know, whatever rolls off. Okay, Maddie, I don't know why. That that seems to work for me. But when I met Maddie, I instantly fell in love with her. And um, there's something that about you that I can, I feel like I can trust you. Um, I feel, because you're super honest. You're really funny and observant. And um, so it's really, it's, it's a pleasure to be in your company. So I'll probably love you too. Yeah. Soon. Oh my goodness. It is. And I just imagine, you know, when we, Chicken and I have been doing this show and it's called Free the Housewives because we're housewives and um, we, we've realized that we're kind of in a, a rut and um, we want to free ourselves from that. And recently, one of the things that's come up for us is that we probably need to like go to work. Right. Like (laughs) we've had this great opportunity to be home with our kids when they were young. And now not that they don't need us, but they're becoming more independent and they're becoming more expensive. And so (laughs) there's, you know, there's a couple needs. Right. We need some more cash flowing into the, you know, into the family funds. And we need some we need to sort of get part of ourselves back. Um, So one of the things we thought we're like, let's call a coach. I'm like, oh, Maddie's a coach. Maddie. Madeline Blanchard is a coach at the Blanchard, Ken Blanchard Group, correct? Ken Blanchard Company. Company, yeah. okay. And yeah. so tell me a little bit. I have your bio here. Um, and oh, snooze. <laughs> you know what? Actually, there was part of your bio. So you've worked um, at the Blanchard Group for company, sorry, the Blanchard Company for how many years? 20, 20 years? Uh, I never thought I would do anything this long. Right. <laughs> I started the coaching business with Scott Blanchard, who's my husband. Yeah. He wasn't then. Um, <laughs> somebody else was my husband. Yeah. It's a, Did you notify it's HR? It's a long, sorted tale. <laughs> but 17 years ago in 2000. Okay. Oh, and turn it of was, the century yeah, love. We started this coaching business. It's called coaching.com. It was, you know, the dot-com yeah. cuckoo craze right before the bubble burst and right before 9-11. And we, you know, I thought I was going to be on the cover of Fast Company. I really, you know, we just thought we were hot stuff. And uh, we weren't, it turns out. You weren't? The world had other plans. Yeah, you know what? The world doesn't behave sometimes. It does not. Mm, But, But we did create kind of the first coaching company that was set up to deliver coaching in organizations on a large scale because that was my experience. Right. I saw you worked with Goldman Sachs. I did. That's large. And yeah, we rolled out, we, I and other 
kind of lunatics because everyone who works at Goldman Sachs is de facto a lunatic. It's just they hire <laughs> lunatics in a good way. Mostly. No, 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 no. I know. The brilliant people, you know, yeah. like high achievers, like when you hang out with those people, you're like, wow. Uh, yeah. That's a like lot. people didn't go home. No, they're special. People did not go home. No. They slept on the floor yeah. of their offices. No, I, I know. Um, I'm not condoning that. No. I'm just saying. I, I, anyway, yeah. yeah. But we rolled out coaching to um, like 2,100 people across IT, Goldman Sachs IT worldwide. Wow. So what I learned doing that is how not to do that. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. This was 20 years ago. And That's I, how I, feel I, about I was my under first 40. Child. Yeah. Oh, wow. And my hair went gray. Oh, wow. Yeah. What happens? Yeah. Well, I, one of the things I know you're like snooze about your, um, your bio, but, um, I read in your bio before you were with the, the Blanchard, um, company that you had your own company and that you were devoted to the success and satisfaction of creative geniuses. That's you, Coco. I, that's what I and was wondering. Yes, and that's why we get along so well. Right? Like, I wanted to ask you. I'm like, wait, what? She works with creative geniuses? Um, how do you tell a creative genius, right? Like, <laughs> I, I wanted to get into that with you. Like, wow. you Can you spot them from, a, like, immediately? Four or paces? Or? It's do- not for me to spot them. Oh, it's self-selection, my friend. Oh. So it was, because I, because this was, so this was about, oh my God, this was about 25 years ago. And I was one of the first people to start coaching and to sell coaching and to offer coaching. I'm certainly one of the first people to start a coaching company. Yeah. Specifically devoted to a population. But there was this big conversation about what is your niche? What is you know, who, who are you, who do you yeah. coach that you're best at coaching and blah, blah, blah. And people are like, oh, you choose your niche. You know your niche because it's what you're passionate about. Uh, I disagree. Because mm-hmm. um, what I finally figured out is the way you figure out what your niche is, meaning the people you do your best work with, regardless of what work you're doing, whether you're a doctor or a lawyer or whatever, it's the people you attract. Oh. It's simply the people who gravitate to you. So I'm looking at my clients and I'm like, I had attorneys, I had inventors, I had some leaders, some managers, I had a Reiki practitioner. I, you know, it was all over the map. And I was telling this to a creative genius, someone really bright, who was not a client, but who's just a bright, bright guy. And he was like, oh, it sounds like all of your clients match Immanuel Kant's, you know, great philosopher. This um, description of the creative genius, which is people who create something new or who come up with new ideas based on existing materials or ideas. And I was like, ah, those are my clients, creative geniuses. Mm-hmm. So it's Immanuel Kant's definition of creative genius, okay. and it's self-selected. Okay. Yeah. I. Um... So on my original website, I had a quiz. It's like, oh. do you do this? Do you think that? I don't have it anymore. Oh, come on, Dang, Maddie. Come put on. It, you put it a, on your Facebook it's page. It's on a floppy drive somewhere, right? <laughs> floppy disk? That's so right. A floppy drive. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I do. That's what my last resume was on, right? <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. I, I'm, I'm, I just, a, a new company asked me to send their re- a resume, and I was like, oh, sure, I'll get that too. It's ASAP. I'm like, where is my resume? I don't think I have one. Is it on a five-inch floppy or on a three-button? Hey, at least it's not inscribed on stone. Yes, it's true. But I would love to, I would, I love stuff. Quizzes are great. You could work for Cosmo too, I guess. Um, but you, so you're, um, so you do mostly work with business leaders. Is that what you're doing these days? Yeah. Okay. I run our coaching business. Okay. And we have 150 coaches all over the world. Right. And we deploy them on behalf of, you know, like, big companies. Right. So okay. American Express, Coca-Cola, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They're like, okay, we need everybody in marketing yeah. is going to get a coach yeah. to 
deploy a certain strategy or. I love that. I love it. And it's a thing now, like when you started, you were obviously a pioneer, but now coaches are everywhere. You're always hearing about people. I'm a coach. I'm a life coach, personal coach, business coach. Um, And it's a, it's a big thing now. And you've written a couple books. Um, Are they still um, relevant? These books? Are they they still in print? No, I'm serious (laughs) Um, because I know you're writing a new book. So I was wondering like, should we go out and get these books? Should we wait for the new book? I would say, so I wrote a book with Scott yep. called Leverage Your Best, Ditch the Rest. Yes, I love that title. And it's it's coaching principles. They're just such useful principles. Okay, so they're still and relevant. I love that book. And I think it is relevant. All right. I mean, it's old but true. Yes. And. That's how I felt about, um, uh, what was that movie I just saw, Chicken? Um... Oh, uh, White Castle? No. No. Oh, I can't remember. <clears throat> With the aliens. Oh, Close Alien Encounters. Counters. Close Encounters. Close I just thought Close encounters. encounters. It's 40 years later, and it's still amazing, right? So there are things that can stand the test of time, and your book sounds like it has done that. And can we get it where? Amazon? Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll put that in our show notes. We'll okay. put We'll put links to that in the show notes because um, – and it can apply to all – all of us, right? I, I definitely. Yeah, I mean, that. it's just kind of universal laws mm-hmm. that Up coaches on. learn in coach training school, right? That they're always true, like gravity, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> inertia, like again. momentum. <laughs> yeah, they're physical laws, right? Yeah. Well, there are universal laws um, that just work every time. So coaches don't just give random advice based on their opinions, right? I mean, we use universal laws sure that are always true so and, yeah and so I mean, and you're certified it's a certification that you get when you're a coach correct you're not just like oh i can tell you what to do and make you successful well there are a lot of people who are doing that oh but if you wanted a legit coach like you what kind of certification do you look for you look for someone who's been through a coach uh, an accredited coach training program okay and there are a couple of certifying bodies. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the founders of the International Coach Federation, which is the biggest one. You are? That's, yes. And, and did you, you know, so that's the one, that's the one I so they accre- am all about. But okay. there are others, okay. which I can't really speak to. Yeah. Why would you? But... <laughs> If someone is is certified by the ICF, they have had to go to coach training school, mm-hmm. and it's not like you know, it's it's not nothing. Yes. It is something. It's hard, yeah. and um, and then they've been through their levels of certification, and so someone who's a master certified coach has demonstrated that they have coached over twenty five hundred hours. Oh my goodness. That's a like, lot of hours. That's like a therapy <clears throat> certification, right? Like, um, I don't know about that. They have to put in like th- 3,000 hours or something before they can get certified. Certified. Um, yeah. And well, good. Yes, as they should. Um, so, yes. and then life, then coaches are the same. You're dealing with people's lives, you know, and, um, and big stuff. Um, do you, does your company, uh, the Blanchard Company, do you guys do training for coaching? Or do you just... We don't. Okay. Um, so if, don't. I, if I was like, hey, I could maybe be a coach, um, I would go somewhere else and you could, I could read your book first and then, then start Well, you could, if you, yeah, if you could go to the um, ICF website, International okay. Coach Federation website. Find a program. And you could look at their list of accredited okay. training programs. Got it. So you're out there. And there are a lot of really good ones. Okay. Um, yeah. Recently, uh, a friend... One of my kids, um, their friend's parents, he, he's a coach and he and I talk a lot and, um, he has said, yeah, you, you, you could be good as a coach. And I was like, "Hmm, um, so I have thought about that. I'm like, huh, maybe, maybe I should look into that. Um, and you, and you're a good coach, right? Which is why we called you and we have something in, (laughs) we have something in common. I don't know if this makes a good coach, but, um, you're a trained, um, Actor. 
I am a trained actor. You are. You are a trained actor. And um, we were talking about that. We were setting you up la- on last week's episode. And we've. Um, <laughs> I was like, you know what else she does? Uh, she was a. She's a singer, um, musical theater actor. And um, we wanted to get your opinion about karaoke. <laughs> I hate to get off topic here about, you know, coaching. Wow, us, we just like went so we, we just like went to South America. We I totally mean, did. It but, connects or actually us. Japan. That's that's how this show rolls. Um Okay. But we uh I was saying I didn't think you would do karaoke. <laughs> Am I right? Okay, well let's be clear. Okay. Um I left theater yes. when my daughter was born and she just turned twenty eight. So it, it's a little like it's I mean it's just so long ago. But would you sing that karaoke? I was an actor or a singer <laughs> and I and I have st- I have sung for occasions for fun. Yeah. But it's like you know it's like um being an athlete. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're And then once you stop training yeah. and once you stop competing, then, you know, you wouldn't go run a marathon. But karaoke is not, you know, theater. So would you feel, I just wonder, because you're a professional singer, what it's like for you, the thought of going to a karaoke bar, would you feel like I can't do this because I'm not up to it? Or would you just go and belt one out? You know, I I have managed to avoid it. Yeah. (laughs) That was my thought. I thought maybe that you were, because... We just, we and all I would went. really rather have dental work. Really? <laughs> That's kind of how chicken feels, too. You know what's so interesting? Um, your daughter has carried on the musical tradition. She's an amazing she singer, songwriter. Um, she plays the guitar, too. Is that her on the... She plays 10 instruments. Okay. Wow. Yeah. She's, I know. Hey, let's plug her She's right like now. What's her group called? Oh, Hannah and Maggie. Hannah and Maggie. And they're they like... They have four CDs. Oh, I only, wow. I've only bought one, but they come up on my uh, iPod sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'm like, what is this? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Hannah and Maggie. Um, They're like female Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Folk You'd love rock. it, chicken. I would love it. And your it. kids would love it, too. Actually, I think both your girls would want to like be them. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. They're really great. So, They're really um, great. So you're... Um, You've you've taken your um, coaching kind of in a different direction, not different direction, but you're adding some more mystical kind of work to it. Can we talk about that? We sure can. I, I mean, I, I <laughs> I've been in the closet. I know for a I, long time. I know, and I do, so I'm that's, just coming out of the closet. I know, now. and that's why I asked you before um, if we could talk about it because I personally um, that part of myself the I don't know, mystical, spiritual, whatever you want to call it. Um, that side uh, is, it needs to be, I don't know, um, dealt with. It needs to be, what's the Exposed. word I'm looking for? Yeah, just, I don't know. Let the light shine on that. Yeah, like there's more to us than just our mental Explored. self and our emotional self, you know, our physical self. There's a lot of different parts of us. And um, I love that you're getting into this whole shaman um, experience and what? Where are you with it? You're becoming a shaman, correct? Or are you one? Have you? you... Well, some people would say that you're designated a shaman by others, so mm. it's it's not okay. a self selection process. Oh. Unlike you know the me playing genius. fast and loose yeah. with the term creative genius. Yeah. <laughs> um, Got it. But I, you know, I don't know where I stand with that. Okay. Um, but you're acknowledging But I have your... been studying to be a shamanic practitioner. Okay. So let me, that is the Different. safest way to say it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've been studying for a long time. I started like 15 years ago and did some studies. And then life got in the way, you know, kids, businesses, um, divorce. <laughs> yeah, been there. <laughs> Moving across the country. Um, dogs. I didn't. Kids. You did and then a, kids and then kids. And you have a lot of and, kids and you have almost as many dogs as you have kids now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Her dogs. We have so many dogs. <laughs> I know you added a new dog. I was like, hey, a new dog. And if you don't, if and you always have other people's dogs too. It seems like you guys are, you've got this whole lab community. <clears throat> we do. We we have a a, a surfeit of labs. <laughs> yes, they're but they're very dear. They are they're... sweet. I got to spend a, a week with the dogs. Um, but the the. Uh, what did you call it? Shaman practitioner? Shamanic Shamanic practitioner. Oh, yeah. So I went, so actually like seven years ago, I went and got a master's of science degree because oh. I, I live in a family. The Blanchards are all wildly overeducated. Yeah. And um, really all I had, <laughs> all I had was a BA in theater performance arts. Lame. That's where I am right now. Just that. There you go. So, and yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I got a, I got a master's of science degree in neuroscience. Yeah. So that made me feel like, okay, if anybody is going to try to call me a flakazoid yeah. because I'm studying to be a shaman, right. then, yeah. you know, poo-poo on them. Yeah. I'm no flake. So it's partially, you know, I had a bit of an educational chip on my shoulder. And mm-hmm. so I went back and I started studying the, the shamanism, I would say maybe like five, five years ago. And um, so I've been studying mainly with a group out that's called the Foundation for Shamanic Studies, FSS. They're lovely. They, um, the head of it, a guy named Michael Harner, who's written several books. You Google Michael Harner. They come right up, The Way of the Shaman, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't even call himself a shaman. He's an anthropologist. Okay. And he traveled the world studying shamans right. in indigenous cultures. And what they teach through the Foundation for Shamanic Studies is basically techniques and methodologies and viewpoints from all these different cultures. So there's really no dogma. Mm-hmm. There's no one, you know, standing over you with a ruler saying this is what you have to do. This is what how it has to be done. This is what you need to believe. Mm. None of that. Don't so it's like perfect that. for me. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. I mean, I accept no human authority. So. Oh, wow. We're going to have to have you back on the podcast and explore, <laughs> explore that. <laughs> yeah. I went to Mongolia in June to study with Mongolian shamans. And that was like my big aha from uh-huh. that trip is I accept no human authority. You know, I read your, you had written um, a post on Facebook, like a very long, I don't know, essay or travel log journal entry. Yeah. About that trip. And um, my takeaway was like, wow, I'm glad I got to read this (laughs) and I didn't experience it. (laughs) Right. Like I, that was much of the experiences I needed was being there with you in this writing um, because it seemed intense. And I was intense, right? Like, you know, and as an actor, I I put myself in that, I put myself in your role and I'm like, oh, and I'm, I'm trying to live it. And like, you know what? I'm not ready to live that. I'm not there. You've been called to it. It's been part of your path. You were there. You were ready to experience it. And I appreciate the getting to be a part of it as, um, as the reader and experience it that way. But I did, I put myself in your shoes. I'm like, wow, I am glad that's not me (laughs) because it was intense. It was intense. Yeah. And so there was there was the sublime, which is my big takeaway. I mean, I had a bunch from a spiritual standpoint, but one of them was I accept no human authority. I mean, I left the Catholic Church at 19. You know, it's been 30 years that I've been trying to figure this out. So that was big. And then, you know, kind of from the sublime to the ridiculous, which is, oh, my God, I love indoor plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Someone asked me to go camping last night. I was like, no, I'm not going. <laughs> Don't you want to hang yeah. out with us? I'm like, I do at a hotel. <laughs> no. Yeah. Cool. No. Room that service. was no, I'm not into that. But you know what? I would do it. I would do it if I was if that was part of my journey and I needed to do it for some reason, but I have not. It hasn't crossed my path and it hasn't been I haven't been called to do it. Um, but I'm glad you did. And I I'm looking forward. <laughs> I'm kind of just coming out of this, you know, our chicken and I both, where we've been in this weird housewife cave. You know what I mean? And um, so we're coming out into this, the world and trying to go to the next level of where we need to go. And 
We're not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you guys have done it. Honestly, I lasted. I lasted eight months. Oh, when I had my first baby, you, I lasted eight months at home. I really thought, oh, this was it. I was going to do it, and I couldn't do it. And for me, there's nothing I'd rather. Yeah, do. I'm kind of in between you and chicken. Um, that, but it, I love that chicken. I mean, I'm yeah. so. She's into glad, it. and I can't tell you how much I depended on. Yeah, the the housewives. <laughs> we call ourselves the housewives. We're not offended by the term. Some people are, but we're, we we no no. But it the, amuses yeah, us. but the, the stay at home, yeah. the stay at home yeah. mom. Yeah, yeah. You know the work inside yeah. the home. Yeah, the ones that come However, to the classroom you know, and drive your kids on field trips. Uh huh. We're we're those people. We're like, yeah, we got it. We'll do it. We'll do the teacher appreciation. Just send in some uh-huh. money. Just send in some money. That was me. I'm like, just give me money and I'll do it. Um, just- oh, and this, uh, m- m- Hannah, my daughter, had a great friend, Maggie, and her mom, Karen, would, oh, my God, I was so grateful. She would call me and be like, are you aware that it's pajama day tomorrow? And I'm like, of course not. Right? How cool. You know, we, so we all she made to- sure I wasn't. We you know, all the bad mom. need each other. We yeah. all need yeah. each other. And I, you know, I, it was, it's kind of a thing in my family. Like that's what I experienced in my own personal, my family of oh. origin. And yeah. so, um, and everybody in my family, we all went, um, we all sort of helped each other out so that, you know, takes a village. Yeah. yeah. We became a village. And, um, but so that was my idea. Like, oh, I have to do this. Right. And, um, but I miss working, you know, because I had children late in life. I was in my late third, or I was mid thirties when I had my first baby, and I had had a big career, and so it was a shock to the system for me to do it. But yeah. I felt like I wanted to, and you know, my husband was into it. Although now he's like, I'd really love it if you went back to work. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and so I would yeah. too. You know what? Honestly, I would love that. And um, and I appreciate the sixteen years of being a housewife. It, some of it was absolutely boring, mind numbing. Ch- bullshit but that's fine you well know? that's true work that's too I exactly mean, I guess. that's exactly that's right there's just yeah. other things to do uh you know it's just a, the flip the flip side of it you know work can be mm-hmm. when i we had a friend who was you know at home with her kids for a while and then she had to go back to work i'm like hey how's it going she's like yeah it's you know it's not quite <laughs> what i thought it was going to be you know it's i was like yeah, yeah it's 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 exciting but um we uh so we're we're at that new place in our lives where we're like hey we need to we need to go to the next thing that you know and eventually your kids are gone i mean not like you're you're always a mom you're always going to be a mom but your kids aren't going to be right there in your house you know needing you all the time and um i who was it that somebody just put something on um uh facebook about how menopause like uh, when women stop having the ability to have children and whatever, and they, they're they going through this like official end of that stuff, that's when women are supposed to go out and lead, right? Oh. And that that's what Well, yeah, whales, because it's the drop. It? Yeah, Christine Northrup talks about this a lot. Okay. When the estrogen drops, all that that thing that we have of like, of course I'll get up at 5 a.m. and fresh squeeze orange juice for you, you know, before you go out the door and, oh, here, let me iron that for you, honey, even though... Nobody um, owns an iron anymore. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. But, (laughs) you know, it's like once the estrogen is gone, it's like, get it yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Get your own damn orange juice. But that we're, that, like, really, we should be going out there and leading, being leaders. Um, and so, there was something. God, I, I I should have written this down, but it was something about <laughs> whales. Um, whales? Yeah, something whales. about whales. Yeah, in whales. Um, so not whales. The the uh, country whales, like whales. Um, the animals, like the animals. sea creatures. Yeah, the yes. country. Yeah, no, no the, the the animals. Where Shamu and uh, okay. Recent study in current biology found that menopause developed in early human hunter gatherer societies for the same reasons it did in killer whale pods. Stopping reproduction gave women the freedom they needed not to care for grandkids, but so they could lead. Like the the pod to Baja, mm. right? Isn't that interesting? Ooh, I, just got, I just got the chills. Did you get the chills right then? So maybe I should run for planetary ruler. I vote for chicken for planetary ruler. She's got some great campaign um, huh. platforms. 
What was planetary our, ruler? Yeah. yeah. What was our, right. our latest one that we talked about? Um, that all dentists would do pro bono work on people with gnarly teeth so that they could have a a more confident smile and <laughs> <laughs> that's part of her yeah her campaign. yeah that's part of my platform it's, it's your platform yeah. yeah and um what was the one about uterus oh the, i don't like this one I but know. chicken likes it i think that females should be um gifted with their uterus in a ziploc bag when they're born and they can zip it in and out as needed <laughs> so that they don't have to <laughs> Um, get their know, periods. Chicken like, got her period when she was nine, basically. Yeah. She just wants to change all of that. Yeah. Well, I was almost 10, but yeah, I was nine. Um, <laughs> wow. And that's, that's ridiculous. Early. And then yeah, if, really if you've got a bum uterus that you want to have kids and you can't, or you don't want kids, just yeah. zip your uterus on out until you need it. I think it's perfect. <laughs> okay. I'm liking this platform. I think, yeah. Thank you. Chickens, you, yes. you have a potential voter. Yes. You know, Thank you. You almost got a vote. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought, I just read that the other day. I was like, huh, yeah, right. We're not, it's not, we're not going to retire. We're going to go and do gonna some, lead we're going to go lead something. Something. Right? What are we going to lead? That's why we have Madeline well, um, on. <laughs> so do you, got, are, do you know what you want? Do you know where you're going with this? Thank you. That's why you're here. Yeah. Just that question. Um, uh, Right? (laughs) We We don't. We don't. Um, Okay. It's been confusing. It it is. Confusing. No, I think it really is. And as for us, I don't know if you've ever coached, and we're asking for a little coaching here. Have you ever coached somebody going from such an extreme situation like, hey, we're housewives, and now we're going to try and like do something, do something with our lives that has, you know, that we can earn an income even, right? Like- so, so here's the thing. I have to tell you, this is not really my bailiwick. Right. You know, it's not really yeah. where I've spent a lot of yeah. time. So I do know but from the someone who has. Huh. And she I think we're wrote getting a referral. The book. <laughs> she literally wrote the book and it's called Get Ready for It. Okay. Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Right. And her name is, <clears throat> excuse me, Laura Berman Fortgang. And she's one of my best friends. Fortgang? And her book is great. And it, it's like, now what, 90 days to a new life direction or something oh, like that. 90, oh, I love those little kind of gimmicky things. Yeah. And <laughs> she really, I know, it's it's really good though. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm not a big... I'm not a big recommender of books, mainly because I find people don't read. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people do, but most people don't. I'm a li- but, I'm um, an audiobook person, so does she have, oh, good. Ear. Hopefully, yeah. she has yeah. this on audiobook because I'm in my I carpool, right? So I got a bunch of kids to drive around, so I'm always listening to things in my car. Yeah. Um. So I'll listen to this if it's on audiobook, but it is hard to read because we are uh, we are inundated with stuff to do, and so yes. Right, like the it's irony a lu- in the orange juice. Yeah, it's a luxury <laughs> to read a book with the what's left of my estrogen. But I, I am a, I'm a book skimmer. <laughs> Chicken. I am a book. But what she? I'm a book what, skimmer. What Laura does? Oh, she also has a TED talk. Oh. So, which is really worth. Okay. And that's ten, you know, ten minutes. Okay. It's like a te- It's a TEDx. So, yeah. Talk. So. You can find it. Okay. And she, what she talks about is we get so bogged down in what are we going to do? You know, the what. Mm-hmm. What could I do? What are my skills? No, 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 no. And then, of course, the minute we go down that road, it's like, but I need, you know, I need to go back to school. I need blah, 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 blah. All the reasons why you can't. Mm-hmm. All the reasons why it's not going to work. All the reasons why you suck, basically. Or, you know, this is, mm-hmm. this is how our brains work. So her thing is, what, what's always been important to you? What's the through line in everything you've ever done? What do yeah. you, you know, what do you, not even so much what are you passionate about, but what do you do naturally without even realizing that you do it? And she calls that your yoke. Oh. Not the yoke that you have around your neck. The yoke, like the center of the oh, egg. Oh, I thought the of the neck part. thing first. What did you think? <laughs> no. I was, I was, I'm chicken. Oh, I, I thought of the egg thing. You thought of the real, yeah. okay. Yeah, so it's perfect for you, chicken. Right? Find the yoke. What's your yoke? Okay. I love yoking around. What's your around. yoke? <laughs> and when you, go, when you come at it from that stance, she says it obviously really well. I'm yeah. not 
sure. doing it justice. So, but when you come at it from that vantage point, it's it all of a sudden is so clear, mm-hmm. and you just start moving toward the heat, toward the light, toward the thing that lights you up, and um, whatever it is that you have to do to get there is fine. You know, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, oh, I have to, I don't even have to do this. I get to do this to get where I'm going. Yeah, I am. I do. I I have a little bit of that um, spirit in in what I'm doing now. Like I, I don't, I've looked at, I've made a resume, right? And I've looked at the past. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I've already done all that stuff. What is all, what did I love about all the stuff that I've already done? Um, Good that I can take and do the thing in the future. Like, I really do feel like I want to go beyond what I was doing before. Just because I had a 16-year holiday doesn't mean that I've forgotten or I've actually grown up and matured. And I have so many more experiences. And, I mean, I've done a lot of work. It wasn't all paid for. But, um, you know, I haven't been paid for all of it. But I have had a lot of experiences. And I feel like I'm like I can do something amazing, you know, <laughs> and um, and so I'm looking towards that, right? Like I'm, yeah, I'm ready to go. But there are those insecurities that you know come up. Chicken had a, had it last week, right? She's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, who's gonna hire me? You know, I'm a dinosaur. Oh, yeah. So she's like throwing herself at some <laughs> scary stuff. I'm like, no, don't do that. You don't. No, that's not where we are. We're I know, in- but I'll tell you, every everybody has that. Yeah. Who's going to hire me? Yeah. Everybody has it. I mean, I literally had it last week. I was thinking, <laughs> oh, gosh, maybe I should Madeline leave the Kim Blanchard companies. <laughs> yeah, but, I, you know, I was like, well, who, who, who would, would take want me? me? My, I have such a weird background. I've done such odd things. Anyway, so everybody has that. It's, yeah. And that's normal. Yeah, like you're not going to fit into the job description, right? Because you're... Actually, I just I just got requested my resume to a job that doesn't exist yet, which was very exciting. That's flattering because I didn't know what they were looking for. So I just put together this resume based on what I thought they might need in their company because it's a new company. I was like, oh, I felt some weird freedom. You know, first I was like, I wanted to be pigeonholed. And I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. I I like this. I'm going to just go with this. Um, and, and jobs and companies now are a little bit more freeform like that. Not mm-hmm. all of them, but, um, careers and, and, and employment, the way it's happening is changing quite a bit. Um, at least from 16 years ago, you've been in the thick of it. So you've been changing with it. But for me, it's like, just that my, just that my resume was on a floppy disk. <laughs> I mean, that's a big change. Yeah. Things are different. Really they yeah, really are. I, yeah. I think the, the thing they're talking about now is, the notion of tours of duty that uh-huh. you take your brain and the skills you have and your, your innovation and your creativity and you go in and you do something for a period of time yeah. project Ooh, and that's, then you move on. You know what? And that's what I loved about the theater. Yeah. I loved that. Let's work our asses off to get this play up and the run of the show and and you you have to pull out all stops to make it happen. And then you do it and it's over and you get to start something new. I do love that. And that is what drew, drew me um, part, partly to the theater was that tour of duty kind of feeling. I like that a lot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, that's a big thing for me. Um, wow. But you know, now that you mention it, I I have an advice column. I Ask Maddie. Which is. Ask, Ask Madeline. Madeline. This is so fun. It's on the Ken Blanchard Company's website, Leader Chat. Can anybody but ask you a question? Literally, just this this past Saturday, it goes up every Saturday. Okay. Just this past Saturday is exactly that question. I've been out of the workforce. Oh. I did get my first job. I've outgrown it. Yeah. What should I do? Oh. Oh, and this woman is actually still single mom, oh. kids in elementary school. So, yeah. it was a, you know. Wow. So. Wow. This is kind of coming up for you a lot, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting that you said you had a 16-year holiday. I, I, you're going to get mail about that because 
I, you should I don't it. think staying no, it's, it's, staying at home raising kids is is any holiday. It's not a holiday, but um, no. But it there is something like I didn't have to I mean, worry I, about a whole other part of the world. You know, like right. It wasn't easy. I mean, what it is I did. a privilege to be able to stay home and raise your kids. That's what I felt. I, do, I think a lot yeah. of people don't get to do that. I do. I believe I've been privileged to do that, and that's Absolutely. kind of yeah. that's one of the things that I'm like. Well, I I feel not smug, but I feel like I feel special, right? That I got to do this and we made it work for so long. Um, yeah. And well, I'm lucky. Yeah, I am lucky. I'm all fortunate. I am. And that's why I always did as much as I could and helped other people, right? Like I'm driving the carpool and none of the other parents are driving. I'm like, nobody can actually one woman drives my kid two ways, but all the other people in the carpool, they're like, yeah, we actually have to go to work. Can you just drive the carpool? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll drive it. I will. I don't. Well, I still, I still did carpool, even though I had to go to work. Yeah. Well, but these people don't. <laughs> That's all right. But uh, to be fair, you know, the one thing I always did was make sure that whatever job I was doing, I had a lot of flexibility. Yeah. That's important. That's important to me, too. Like, I want to be able to, you know, still be around for my kids. Um, when they need me. But that's not even for kids. I mean, so many women now are, you know, they've got kids at home, they're working, and they're taking care of parents. Yeah. Um, not just women. I yeah. shouldn't say that. But, yeah. well, you know, people who are most women. <laughs> middle-aged time is like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. taking care of everybody. Yeah, no, that, that middle, <laughs> middle place. place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you read that book, The Middle Place? Mm-mm. Um, it's kind of about that, where you still yeah. have kids to take care of, and now you're taking care of your... Um, Kelly Corrigan wrote that book, and Actually, I asked her to be on the show, too. We should get her in here. Um, but every, you know, but people, especially people in that position, really have to have flexibility. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so you're going to stay with the Kim Blanchard company, it sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because nobody else will hire me. Um, do they know that? Uh, do, your, do your in-laws know that? Because your company is amazing, by the way. I've, I've hung out with the with you guys and in and, and social situations, but you're... It's like your company has this really amazing, um, like it is a family. Uh, well, it, it is a family and it's a family business. It's a family and business. Ken Blanchard is a creative genius, but Margie Blanchard, his wife. Oh my God. Maybe even the bigger genius. She, what do you call her? Um, oh, oh you remember, the Dolly Nana. <laughs> the Dolly Nana. Right? Like <laughs> my stepson came up with that. He was like, Nana is yeah. like so wise. Yes, she <laughs> and is. She's always in the background thinking. Yep. And, you know, she comes up with these aphorisms yeah. like don't she's... say it if you don't want it. Oh. And everything, you know, only like 98% of everything you worry about never happens. Oh my gosh, I'm, can we create a meme and we'll credit yeah. her with that quote. Don't Well, I, you should have her on the show. I mean, okay. and he was like, this is my stepson, Curtis, who is so bright and so funny. And he, he's like, yeah, we should call her the Dolly Nana. Yeah, she's, she yeah, is, she's really, she's something. a wise woman. She definitely And it is a family be. business yeah. and, and that- it is, it is hard. And so I feel like I've been, you know, I'm a in-law working in a family business. So I feel like I've been kind of sitting on the rim of the Petri dish mm-hmm. watching this experiment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it works. Yeah. No, it I, works. And it's exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I, my family has a business, not quite to the oh. international. Oh, look, there it is. The international. Oh, look, here's Roger. All right. Oh, gosh, it's 1125. We have to go. But before we go, tell us about your new book. Yeah. Well, I don't know what new book you're talking. Aren't about. you writing a book? Oh, I'm working. I'm working on two books. Oh, but they're not one about neuroscience. Okay, and like kind of owner's guide, care and feeding of your brain, kind of thing. Okay, um, brain on demand is the working title of that. Okay, so they're not quite but ready for release. I could send you a picture of that. It's a it's a wall of post-its on my office with okay. my friend Vicki Halsey. Got it. And the Perfect. other one. That's where, that's where that's our book, we write books, That's where too. our book's at, too, yeah. by the way. Yes. <laughs> and our book's but called the, when the you... one I've been working on for the last 10 years, and I am so stuck, is on grace. And um, 
you know, how to create your own blueprint for how to be the, the, the best person you want to be, a good person, which I think is really hard. And I don't think religion is particularly helpful. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> It didn't help me. No, it didn't. So I had to create my own path. And I'm not saying I'm a good person, let me be clear. You are. I'm saying I work really hard at it. Yes. And I. But I I created my instruction manual for myself. You're doing a great job. Um, Because, you know, I started this podcast out with I Love You. Um, I know. It's so great. And I'm going to end with that because you are doing. The hard work that you're doing to be that person is paying off because I and had I mean chicken I can see chicken over there she's taking so many notes yeah um because you are wise and you're just I don't know you're um you're real you're approachable you're funny all those things that I know probably Look, come natural you're all to those you things. Yeah. no you no but no, you, you are but I like you. <laughs> I love this mutual admiration society yes, where we're know. building. Exactly. And Chicken's going to run the world. Chicken's yeah. going to be planetary ruler. It sounds like she has your vote. Yep. And we yep. want you to come back on when you're ready to start talking about your book. And when that's hitting the markets, we'd love to have you back on. And um, I would have to finish writing Yeah, it. you're going to do that now. I yeah. Am. yeah. Right. You're going to get inspired. Um, and so thank you for coming on and giving us some guidance to this new phase of our lives of freeing ourselves. And um, I hope I see you soon personally. I know. I know. I didn't get to come out to the lake this summer because of my life. But next summer, Nate, it's like, we're going, right? We're going. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So hopefully. We'll maybe I mean, I hope I'll see you before that. <laughs> no, I'll see you here. But... All right. We'll get together. And we didn't even talk about essential oils. No. Which saved my life in Mongolia. It did? saying. Yes. Oh. Yeah. You know what? Oil, man. There's some new ones, too, actually. I'm going to send out some stuff to my my people. Um, Let you know. There's some really, there's a new oil, Copeba, that's, I think I'm saying that right, that's amazing. So. um, Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. I'm glad. All right. All right, lovey. Okay. Go forth. Be free. You too. Okay. Thank you. Do you, love, wow. do you love Maddie? I do now. She's a she's a cool cat. Yeah, she is. Um, she's fun to be around too. So I should probably go to the lake. Yeah, this you summer. Want yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have beautiful um, house on the lake at Lake Skinny Atlas. All right. Yeah, it's in New York. It's kind of far, but <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Um, I'm in. The Blanchards um, are an amazing family. Um, their company, obviously I haven't done any business with them, but I've been around their, their company and what they do. And, um, I don't, they're just, they're legit as we like to say, (laughs) right? Yeah. They're, they're great people. They're smart. She said overeducated, right? Like they're (laughs) smart. They're really smart. Um, when, uh, we were up in, at the lake, we were, um, Cornell, they all went to Cornell. Okay. Right. Um, and which is a big deal for the women. Oh, right. Right? Because you didn't always get to go to Cornell. No, you didn't. <laughs> no. So both uh, Margie and her sister went to Cornell. And maybe, gosh, did her mom go? I don't know. I, is that the story? I'll ask him. The when lake. I was there, I saw the brain. Uh-huh. Uh, do you remember this? I took a picture. There was, we were we were taking the Cornell bus to Manhattan. Um, uh, and... There were, we had to go to the bathroom and it was in the psychology department and the, um, there was, I was waiting for the kids and mm-hmm. there was a wall, like a, um, a display case of brains uh-huh. and there were probably eight brains in there, maybe nine. And, um, and all of them were men except for one. Uh-huh. And the brain that was in there of the woman was this woman who donated a brain and it was the brain that they used to prove that women's brains were um, equal to men's. Neener, neener. Right? Like that men didn't have a more powerful or, you know. Suck it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> right? Because there was like, people, people yeah. thought women were inferior and not right. as smart. And so she donated her brain to prove like, oh, yeah. Watch Check this, this out. She yeah. was a, um, who was she? She was like a... Um, 
She was part of the uh, free thinking um, movement. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We could, you know, let's talk. I don't even remember her name. I sh- okay. I didn't have that prepared to talk about, but um, I have her in my, I posted it on Facebook at one point because I was like, we need to, yeah, yeah women, we are leaders. We are smart. We should get out there and do some stuff. Right. And which are, which we're Especially gonna... as our estrogen wanes. Yeah. Right. Lead, yep. the, lead the pod. Yeah. Lead the podcast. Oh. Oh. All right. You ready to? I feel exhausted. Yeah, that was a lot. (laughs) Let's end it. Okay. All right. We'll be back next week. We don't have a guest next week. I think we should maybe take a week off. Okay. Just sort of like let this settle in. We have a lot to think about. I know. Unless I find somebody between now and then that really needs to be on the show. Okay. I have people recommending people to be on the show. I'm like, well. Yeah. Pitch me. (laughs) Yeah. Saxophones, huh? Yeah. I'm like, how does that fit into the plot? Oh. (laughs) <laughs> it could mm-hmm. okay. actually the kids in the carpool were pitching today okay they all want their moms on <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah huh i know how cute is that yeah yeah anyway i bought him donuts today because it was late start uh-huh and quincy had to go to school early oh so you bribed them with donuts. i didn't bribe them i just told their parents i'm like listen i'm sorry it's late start but we have right. to go early not as early but an hour earlier than we really needed to go okay and so Quincy and I went and got donuts for everybody. Oh, that was nice. Right? It seemed like the right thing to do. Yeah. And I think that kind of changed the carpool a little. Okay. Yeah. Get closer now. We're a little bit closer. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. All right. Go to bed. Go to bed? <laughs> That's what I feel like. Go nap nap. Yeah. Oh. Danielle's going to go to bed. Yeah. She wants to go night night. That was exhausting. All right. Well, until next time, chicken. Okay. Peace okay. out. Peace out. Thank you so much for being with us today. Follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Listen to us on SoundCloud and like us on iTunes. Just please like us. Come on, like us. Oh, I guess this is where we say goodbye. I hate goodbyes. No. My grandpa always used to say, yep, yep, yep. Well, real good then. And then he'd hang up. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.